Welcome to the Fear and Greed Daily Business Interview. 16 years ago, my guest started a business out of his parents' garage with about $250 in his pocket. Along with his brother, he stuck at it. And there's a pun in that. Richard Capp started a wallpaper business that's grown to be one of Toowoomba's biggest businesses. It has a facility in that city, as well as a warehouse in Texas that prints wallpaper 24 hours a day to meet demand, pushed into the EU and UK recently. Milton and King is the name of the business. They work with regional and national artists and brands to develop wallpaper. Richard, welcome to Fear and Greed. Thank you for having me. So why start a business? Why start a wallpaper business? Tell me the backstory. Well, we didn't we didn't start with wallpaper in mind. We just ended up uh, right. in wallpaper. We, we started off in uh, advertising graphic design services. So obviously that was a much a much easier way to start when we didn't have any money. So we started that way. We got into printing. We were doing some canvas printing and stuff like that and then ended up in wallpaper. So it took a few years, but we, we got there. So how, how did you, did you follow the market? Is that kind of why you ended up there? No, we had a printer and somebody had asked us if we could print wallpaper and we were a bit intrigued if we could. And we also, Bryce had designed a brochure which had a war mural in it. We had more people interested in the war mural than there were the the prints that we were doing. So that's kind of what steered us towards wallpaper. Okay, so you and your brother Bryce started pushing into wallpaper. How did you grow? Like how, how did you suddenly become this business that you are now, which is a significant uh, pr- producer of wallpaper? What was the process? Or was it just sort of people around the area? How did it go? Uh, well, it was, it was a long process. Um, it, it was hard from Australia. Like you tell people in Australia about wallpaper and they thought you were crazy. It, it had had its heyday and, and it had really, well and truly passed. We, we just saw it was a bit of a creative sort of outlet and we thought there's got to be, there's got to be something here. So we started, we started off doing murals for shop fitouts and things like that. And, you know, there was, there was money in that because they wanted a quick turnaround, big impact. You know, you get a lot of bang for your buck out of a war mural when you're doing fit outs and things like that. So we started off that way and we had a bit more margin in that product. And then trying to compete with the wallpaper industry, it was, it was this old industry with low prices. No one was using digital printers. Like, how do we get into that? And that was our main focus. So whilst we were doing all this other stuff around the sides, the focus was on how do we scale it to be able to compete on a worldwide level at a retail price point with the big boys. And eventually we sort of got there. Through the use of technology primarily, I mean, that's kind of where you had your competitive advantage against those already in the market? Well, we, we started off, we were using digital and that was our really our only option. Like we didn't have enough money to, to be able to produce wallpaper with analog machines, you know, produce one roll and, or one design and, and minimums of, you know, 100 rolls of, of each. So that wasn't an option. We wanted to be able to design collections and not carry any stock. So I was like, right, let's get into, let's do this digitally and see where we end up. And then technology kind of came out like we're probably two or three years in and the right printer came out and then we, we jumped on that and then we found the right paper and technology sort of changed with that. It was just probably we were early early enough in to be able to sort of make the most of it and grow as the technology did. Okay, so how big are you now? You, you, I mentioned that you've got... We're not that big. <laughs> you, 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 said, you said we're a massive business. We're not. We're only a tiny business. We've got 20 employees and that's across three continents. Um, we've got two in the, in the UK. Well, we've got 10 or so in the US uh, and then everybody else is in Australia. So 
yeah, we're only we're only small, but we do have two factories, but only small factories. Okay, and so what are you producing then? Like, how uh, I'm not sure how we measure wallpaper meters. I'm sure, but like, how much do you output each year? <laughs> well, we produce around fifty thousand rolls of wallpaper. So we, for the size of what we are, I suppose we're we're producing a fair bit of paper. We've got three, four digital printers of our own, which sort of go pretty much every day, five days a week. And the US factory, it just supplies the US market. The Australian factory currently does Australia and a bit of export out of Australia. And then we've got a third factory coming on in Europe um, in the next month or so, which will supply our UK and EU sales. Stay with me, Richard. We'll be back in a minute. My guest today is Richard Cap, founder of Milton & King. Now, when I think of wallpaper, Richard, I have trauma involved. You know, it's 1970s, taking wallpaper off, putting new wallpaper on, all that sort of thing. And then it seemed that that was sort of 70s. And then we went through periods where no one seemed to think about wallpaper. Is it cyclical? Is it a trend thing? Like I'm, I'm kind of intrigued about who uses wallpaper mostly now. Well, I, I can say the US market is very different to the Australian market. We actually just, I was just on a group meeting. We were just talking about sales in each market and, and some of the beige designs are actually the big, biggest sellers in Australia. <laughs> so uh, they're not quite as brave in Australia, but the US, we, we sell pretty much every design we've got. Um, you see it at some stage, someone will put it on a wall somewhere. Yeah. Australia is not quite as brave. So Australia had a, a huge wallpaper market uh, and then it just went right out of stock. It's slowly coming back. So all your interiors, like if you flick through a magazine, every backdrop has got wallpaper in it. Uh. So it's coming back. The interior designers are definitely back on wallpaper. But technology is also helping that because you've now got, you know, wall murals, bigger repeats, and, you know, digital has enabled a whole lot more pattern and a whole lot more options when it comes to wallpaper. So everybody says, oh, it's back in. How long is it going to last? But there's a few out there now saying it's back and it's, it's going to stay back because of technology. But who knows? Okay. Is Milton & King mostly it's retail rather than wholesale? That's a question. Well, we're all e-commerce. So everything goes via yeah. our website. Yep. Um, so we're direct to consumer, but we also have trade logging. So like in the US, we have 6,500 trade accounts. So quite a lot of interior designers logging on and, and placing orders. And then we've got wholesalers. We've got 80, 100 resellers in the US now. So, and that's growing pretty quickly. And how do you market yourself? Is it social media influences, that type of thing? Yeah, social media and, you know, our outreach with, with influencers who are doing up rooms and things like that. We, um, we partner to provide wallpaper and stuff like that. And that's been a really good way to grow with our socials. But obviously we have a big, you know, we pay for, um, our outreach via Pinterest and things like that, Facebook, Google Ads. Yeah, okay. What about the environmental challenges around wallpaper production? Every business seems to have to think about that now. Yeah, I think that's, um, you know, like we really started off, we were, we were, you know, with using digital small factories, that was our thing, right? How do we get close to the people that want our paper? How do we not carry warehouses full of stuff? So that's, that's our big advantage. We've got a really small footprint. You know, we don't print anything unless someone's actually putting it on their wall. We have very few returns, so we don't even carry that much stock. The only stock are actual returns when people change their mind or, or over-order. So, yeah, we've, we're pretty lucky. And we've and by setting up smaller factories, we don't even have international freight costs. Like, we don't even have that planes flying our product around the world or, 
we're we're localized in our markets. It must uh, the, the the thing here. Um, like you're setting up, you're about to set up in the EU. You're in Texas. You're here. Is it relatively uncomplicated to produce wallpaper? Yeah, yeah, I could say that without everybody getting out there and buying wallpaper printer. But no. it's, um, you know, we obviously spent ten years developing how we do it. But we're, we're fortunate; we can launch our product, uh, we can design and launch it in Australia, um, and everybody, you know, with their printers around the world can be printing samples, and we're filling orders straight away. So yeah. it's it's quite easy for us um, now. Obviously, it wasn't it wasn't ten years ago, but um, you know, we've got things in place now that makes it pretty easy. Okay. The final question is on design. So you do use regional artists, I've been told, but is most of the design out of your business or do you ask influencers to give ideas or interior design people? How do you get your designs? Well, so we, we, we actually, we, now we have a, a studio in Brighton in the UK with Same. our head designer. Yep. Bryce, who is my brother and creative director, he's based in Brisbane, uh, in Toowoomba. And he obviously designs quite a lot, but also oversees everything. And then we have, we've partnered with about 60 brands and studios and individual designers from all over the world. So everybody's got a fairly unique kind of style. And then being an Australian business, we have got more and more Aussies on there. So, and it's kind of our, our leading artists are actually Australian now, which is good because it, it, it enables us to take these Australian artists to the world um, and have something a little bit different. So it's it's been working well, yeah. Richard, thank you for talking to Fear and Green. Thanks for having me. That was Richard Cap, founder of Milton and King. This is the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. Join us every morning for the full episode of Fear and Greed, Australia's best business podcast. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your day.